G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It's so easy to go from cool, calm and collected one minute into a temper tantrum the very next. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But God has some really practical advice on how to handle that situation. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Thanks so much for joining me again today as we take another look at how to deal with anger from a different perspective. When you get a group of people together, there seem to be, well, two sorts of people there. The first is the person who talks all the time, never shuts up. The other is the person who almost never says anything in the group. Somehow, it seems that not many people seem to get the balance right, the balance between talking and listening. And often the people who are really quiet in a group can be quite vocal, even aggressive, in a one-on-one situation. Well, take for instance when someone provokes us. You know, when they do something and you can feel your blood boiling and you go all red in the face. Right at that moment, it's so easy to spit out something venomous. Words we can't take back. Words that damage your relationship. Sometimes when we're provoked, we can be a bit quick on the draw when it comes to responding. I want to share a story with you. I remember once... As a consultant, I used to run an IT consulting firm with some partners before I became a Christian. Quite a few years ago now, I was being mucked around by a large and important client of a particular ethnic heritage. We were dealing with them for months, trying to kick off a project. That meant a lot of money to our firm. It was a large global organisation. And after months of investing time and effort with the people and with their management, they pulled the plug on the project. I remember I was sitting in my office and I received an email from one of our consultants working with me on this particular project explaining that the client had decided not to go ahead. I just blew my stack. I couldn't believe that they had wasted so much of our time and resources and it wasn't fair and we were losing all this revenue. And I tell you, I'm not afraid to admit, I had a few choice sentiments that I almost expressed in a reply to that email to my fellow consultant. even typed this angry, venomous email. I was just about to send it, and I thought better of it, and instead I erased all of that, and I sent a fairly benign email. Well, it's just as well, because I hit the reply to all button on the email, and the email ended up not only with my fellow consultant, but also with the client. Gulp. Can you imagine? My thoughts of anger had been included in in this vitriolic, angry email. What would have happened? Now you might say, Bernie, why are you sharing this stuff with us? It's simple. Because we all go through situations day by day by day that make us angry. People, organisations, circumstances drive us insane and we want to explode. Just the other day, 
I was staying at a place and the houses were fairly close together and it was a little holiday place and a neighbour a few doors down had their music on really loud, I mean really loud, couldn't sit in, in our lounge room and just talk. So I just went down and asked them if they wouldn't mind turning it down. Well, you should have heard what came out of that guy's mouth. It was just a simple thing, their music was too loud and obviously they'd never been taught to take other people into account and the vitriol... The, the words, the venom that came out of his mouth, and now he just ignores me. And I just asked him to turn it down. And I thought, hang on, you're missing something. You were the guy that was doing the wrong thing. And you know what I wanted to do? I just wanted to explode at him. I just wanted to tell him what I really thought. I wanted to teach him a lesson. I wanted to teach him some manners. You know, you know the feeling, don't you? And then he ignores me. He was the one that did wrong. I'm really glad that, that I went through that experience. And as hard as it was, can I tell you, every fibre of my being wanted to tell this guy what I thought. As hard as that was, I didn't say anything. Because exploding is never a good look. Never. But this feeling of anger is something we all experience. Some people more than others. Some people are like on a hair trigger. Anything will set them off. Anger and tantrums are an ugly thing. We're talking about anger management on the program this week, and there's some really great practical input from God's Word that I want to share with you today. It comes from James in the New Testament, chapter 1, verse 19. It says this, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because a man's anger doesn't bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all the moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Isn't this really practical? It's special. It's God's solution to this whole anger thing. Be slow to speak and slow to become angry. Slow down. Every time someone does something that annoys us, we don't have to react this instant. We don't have to rip their heads off. We don't have to send an angry email. Maybe this is where the advice comes from, count to ten, you know. Interesting. Throughout the Bible, nine times you'll find these words, or ones very similar. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. I'll read it to you again. This comes from Psalm 103, verse 8. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. What a great concept. Firstly, he's compassionate and gracious. He's slow to anger. Just hold on for a minute. Cut this person some slack. This man who wouldn't turn his music down. If I'm behaving like God, I'm going to be slow to anger. And the abounding and steadfast love bit, you know what I've decided to do? I've decided to pray for this guy regularly. Because that's what Jesus says. Pray for your enemies. And be slow to speak. Just don't say anything. Don't defend or assert or, or criticize or judge or belittle or shout or scream or anything. Don't. Be slow to speak. Now, that's not easy. It begins with a change in heart. It begins by deciding that my anger is my problem. It begins by me resigning from the position of, of tin-pot little God at the centre of the universe. It begins by deciding the world doesn't owe me anything. Being slow to anger and slow to respond... And when we do respond, what should we say? I love this, this bit from Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. A gentle answer turns away wrath, 
but a hard word stirs up anger. You know, when someone's done us wrong, the last thing we want to do is give them a gentle answer. It, it just so cuts across the grain. We want to get recompense. But God's wisdom is that a gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up even more anger. This is God's wisdom. And it's really hard. It goes against the grain to bite our lip when someone else does something wrong. It's so hard sometimes to respond in love. I find it hard. Each time becomes a little easier. Each time heals a relationship. Each time people notice. And one day the relationship can be so strong that, that we have the ability to influence this person who hurt us with the love and the mercy and the grace of God. It's hard to deal with anger, but there's a right way and the wrong way. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. Hey, I have some really exciting news. This daily program, A Different Perspective, is encouraging so many people in over 160 countries to lay hold of the incredible power of God so that they can be all that he made them to be. But that's only possible through the generous support of friends like you. In fact, each dollar that you give today will grow to reach nearly 3,000 people with a gospel message. How incredible is that? That means that a gift today of just $35 can touch over 100,000 people with the good news of Jesus Christ. That's amazing. So let me encourage you to give a generous, tax-deductible gift to Christianity Works today. You can give securely through ChristianityWorks.com or by calling us on 1-300-722-415. And when you do get in touch, please don't forget to request your free copy of that special edition book that I've been telling you about, Power Unlimited. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com or toll-free on 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for your support and for joining me today. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.